Now we can all agree that our living environment is very important as far as self-care is involved. It's like your space is just, it's it's everything. It, it really dictates where your mind is at uh, emotionally, mentally, all of those things. So how about we learn how to take care of that space in a way that has been done for hundreds of years. It's an art form called Feng Shui. There's different rules to organize and decorate spaces in a way that is just more comfortable. Uh, joining us, we've got Elaine Hussaison, who is a master of Feng Shui and an appointed lecturer of the International Feng Shui Research Center. Elaine, thanks so much for joining us on 5FM Extra Loud Mornings. Thanks, Fahad. Thanks for having me. Um, Elaine, let's start from the top. What, what exactly is Feng Shui, the definition that, that I suppose you, you teach to your students? Um, okay, simply put, we, we can say that Feng Shui is working with intangible energy. Hmm. And what we strive to do with this energy is bringing it into our homes in the most harmonious way. So that would mean anything that comes into your home in a meandering, um, gentle form is going to be harmonious and will give us the balance in the spaces that we need. Mm. Um, for, For example, if we have energy that flows into our houses too fast, then it's going to disrupt the the balance of the house. So, for example, if you're living next to or close to a road that is very busy, that becomes more of an inauspicious energy because the movement of that energy is too fast. So what we try to do is we try and create everything to be balanced and harmonious. And then what we find is that people sleep better they work better, they feel more comfortable in their homes. So there's lots of different aspects that we deal with in feng shui. Uh, does a small space make uh, feng shui more or less complicated compared to a bigger space? It makes no difference. Okay. As whatever the space is, if people, if the correct amount of people are living in the space, that is what we strive for. Okay, so not so much the size of the space, but the bodies filling the space is more exactly. important. Okay, exactly the occupants of the space. So, we, when you mentioned now the high energy um, being quite disruptive, I, I mean it's it's a luxury to be out into the in the open and to live in a space like that. Everyone has someone on top of them, below them, next to them. You're next to a road. You're next to a railway line. You've got a highway over there. You've got planes flying over you, whatever the situation might be. What would a feng shui approach be to try and negate that high energy and make it more more balanced? Is there a way to do that? Yes, there is. And um, it's, it's often um, very easy to cure without having to spend any amount of money. Mm. The most important thing that we need to look at in a space is that there is no clutter. Any clutter is going to hog that positive energy. So the, if one can remove a lot of that clutter, put it behind uh, doors, that would help a lot with the energy. A very important ex- aspect as well is making the space well ventilated. This allows this energy to flow in, not stagnate, and move out again. Um, another thing that we need to look at quite carefully is we need to look outside our front door to see that there are no obstructions. For example, um, a tree, a power line, 
Um, stand outside and just check that none of these things are once again obstructing the free flow of the energy. If you, if you do have this where your space is, close the door. There's no need to start doing anything it, rather than just close that door. Trees and shrubs, anything that are blocking the light that is coming in through the windows or the doors need to be cut down specifically under the windows. So there's always something that you can do to improve the energy. That that sounds counterintuitive to me because the the trees exactly. the trees and the plants to me would block out the noise, block out that high energy that's trying to get in. And now you're telling me to cut them away, but this is my soundproofing here. It's <laughs> like stopping the noise. <laughs> no, it's dependent on what whatever you definitely would use those examples of trees, shrubs. But they mustn't cover the light and over the windows. Okay. So yes, for sure, they do lessen the effect of that poison energy, what we call all negative energy. But you need light. Light brings in the energy or the Chinese called chi into a space. Mm. So everything is with a balance that we need to create this positive environment. So having good ventilation, not having blockages to light and uh, uh, coming into windows and, and doors, um, as well as decluttering are some tips for us. What would you say are some of the things that some of the mistakes that people make quite often that are easy to sort out uh, with a with a feng shui approach? Um, if we look at, let's just take a bedroom, for example, um, many people make the mistake of not having a headboard against a solid wall. Oh. I often go and see that um, people have their beds under a window um, at an angle. It's very, very important to allow you to sleep well is to have a headboard against a solid wall. It's your protection and it gives you that restful sleep that you need at night. Mm. Um, one of the other things that we need to, to look at is colors. Um, creating the right colors for the areas that you're either sleeping or working or entertaining in. Everything in feng shui is about balance, which is the yin and the yang, and the harmony of it as well. Sure. I love this so much. I feel like I actually want to take a, a course in it because the, the energies, man, the energies never lie. Whether it's pe- never. people or places, you just get a vibe. And this, exactly. I, I got a headboard exactly. like maybe a year and a half ago. What a difference. <laughs> like, would you just <laughs> first time in my damn life. <laughs> to have a headboard is very, very important. It, if, if possible, um, to sleep against a wall without a headboard, yeah. it's, just, it's just not, you need that extra protection behind you. Sure. Uh, protection from what? Let's, let's wrap up with that. Pardon? Protection from what? Protection as in peaceful, restful sleep. Mm. If you take, for example, if you have your headboard against a window, the energy is too yang, it's too active, so it's going to affect Mm. your sleep. Whereas if you're having it uh, against a solid wall, it's far more still, it's yin energy, which creates a far better sleeping pattern. Love it. Love it. Uh, Elaine, if somebody wants to get in touch with you, find out more about Feng Shui, how can we do that? Um, you can get through to me on my email, mm-hmm. which is Elaine at yeah. FSRC. 
Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, there's lots of letters here. Okay, it's Elaine at FS rc-sa.co.za sa.co.za okay and the fsrc is feng shui research center there we go that will make it easier for everyone <laughs> love it it's elaine a-i-n-e um and then at fsrc-sa.co.za elaine thank you so much for your time i think uh, quite a few people have been um, up, upskilled in terms of knowing these spaces and the energies and I uh, think it's a good way to go into a Sunday. Thank you so much for your time. It's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. All the best. Ciao, ciao. Thank you. Self-care sessions on Extra Loud Mornings.